Okay. We're good, man. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, man. Welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk To Me, the podcast nobody asked for, but I'm giving it to you anyway, baby. Today in this episode, we have we got my man, Sean Lemon. Sean is where you're in the UK, right? Yeah, I'm in London. All right, man. It is uh, it's 1.18 right now. What time is it over there? It is 7.18 in the evening. All right. So, yeah, this is like this is prime time for you, man. So this is family yeah. time. OK, Friday, so night, Friday night, end of the week. This is Sean's playtime. It's my playtime okay. now. It's not fr- it's not family time. It's Sean's playtime. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you on that. I hear you. on. So, OK, you were just telling me that your wife were, was on the way home to get the dog, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he was just going crazy. He's uh, just pulling in now. And yeah, the dog, you'll probably hear him bark and All right. so he's about <laughs> lose to lose it. Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah he's, a, he's about to lose his shit and run around. So dude, my dog, uh last time we talked, I told you about my giant schnauzer. I got a seven month old giant schnauzer puppy. And he is now about eighty-five pounds, could you know, plus or minus. But he's oh man, he's so energetic, but he's so freaking huge. And when my wife comes home, he man, he pounces all over her. And he just doesn't know how to control himself. He might even pee a little bit. Like he doesn't know how to keep it together, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. We had a heat wave. Maybe uh-huh. I say heat wave. We're in we're in the UK, so it's not really a heat wave for the rest of the world. But for us, you know, it's always rainy and cold. Yeah. So it whoa, whoa, whoa. was um, okay. So you said heat wave. What kind of temperatures are we talking about? Um, for us, it's yeah. we have different measurement, right? So it's thirty degrees Celsius. All right. I'll, I'll have to do some Googling on that. But 30 degrees I'm Celsius feeling, is a heat wave. For us, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We only get that. We And keep in mind, we only get that for maybe five days in the summer. <laughs> Are <laughs> like, you serious? No, let, let you me, know what? I, I, oh, I'm let, doing let me convert this real quick. Hold on. <laughs> let me convert. I'm doing, I'm doing London dirty there. Because I feel like I say that in the summer, London is amazing. Like we do get some hot weather and it's one of the best cities to be in when it's hot. Okay. But, but back to what I was saying, uh, my dog Reggie, yeah, he lost his mind so much. He was, we, we have a huge garden because we're just outside London in the uh-huh. countryside. And he nearly passed out. He was that excited. He was hot. He was sprinting around. Yeah, he was quite scary, but he's good. He's good now. Wow. Okay. And I just looked it up, man. So 30 degrees Celsius is 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Dude, is that your 86? normal everyday weather? Let me tell you something, man. 86 degrees is like, man, that's like prime time, man. That's You could just like take off your shirt, wear your bathing suit all day and not even break a sweat. Like that is, dude, prime time. Because we we had we had triple digits every day last week. Whoa. Yeah, it was like, I think, I think the feel like temperature was like 104 in Texas. Well, I'm in Houston, Texas. So, yeah, it was, it, the, I think the feel like temperature was like 104 and the actual was like 99. Wow. So, yeah, man, you need to come over here and visit, man. That way you can see how we Texans like fry eggs on the hood of our cars. <laughs> Bake some cookies inside of the car. <laughs> you see, that's, that sounds like I'd be out there. I'd be cracking eggs. Anyway, I'd just walk past the car and crack an egg on it. Oh, just, man. Just start eating. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, do you drink beer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was talking to Lawrence uh, earlier in the week, and I was telling him I was getting ready to do a video on a uh, a beer refrigerator. 
and I, I picked up some ales and some uh, some ciders and stuff. And he was telling me, uh, why do you guys drink warm? Is it is it ale that's warm or is it cider? Uh, Lawrence drinks. I think Lawrence drinks like proper beer. He drinks like craft beer. I I actually like cold, like refreshing beers. I like um, okay. Budweiser is a good one. You get some nice beers from Belgium. I can't. Okay. You can have. You can have warm. I'm sure you can have warm cider, like from from Cornwall. My brother actually lives down in Somerset, where they make cider, uh-huh. and uh, that stuff, man, is crazy. You have like a sip of it, and you're a bit loopy. It's it's like That's the real strong. Like, oh, okay, it's like the real stuff straight from the farm. Like it's not even fizzy. It's like drinking orange juice. It's like straight from the apple. It's yeah, but it'll get you buzzed. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cider. You can have cider warm. You can have cider warm because we were drinking it. We we're drinking it. Um, he bought some from a farm maybe uh-huh. two weeks ago. It, it, he had a wedding blessing, and it came in a box, cardboard box, and you know, like those boxes that have the tap, and you can just put your cup to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're drinking that warm. So, huh. so that's an interesting concept, man. Because when I think about anything beer related and i think warm i'm thinking (laughs) yeah i I can't drink a warm beer there's (laughs) i can't drink a warm beer yeah man my stuff got to be pretty cold i I actually when i did the video for that refrigerator i set it at 44 degrees and then i realized that was cool but i I bumped it down to about 34 so (laughs) it's got to be cold cold man i was just curious about that man what what is that like and then I started doing a bunch of Googling and stuff. And I heard that some things were supposed to be castle temperature. And I was like, where did they get this shit from? Like, we don't have castles over here. <laughs> and you're also into music. So I've done other streams and stuff with you before. And I see the guitar in the background. So you are you a vocalist or a guitarist or what? I'm a bit of both. So okay. my, yeah, my, my background is I was in a band for probably the last... 10 15 years ever since i left school really mm. and um originally i was playing when i was younger i learned to play piano and so i hit 15 16 and realized well not i say realized i feel like um piano wasn't a cool instrument so i actually wanted to um learn guitar so i was listening to like blink 182 punk rock kind of stuff i ended up in a band with my brothers and was doing singing playing guitar just love everything music related. It's been like a wild journey. There's like, I don't know, I've got so many stories and stuff. It's like, what do you want to know? <laughs> oh man, I definitely want to hear some stories, man. So are you guys more of a cover band or y'all do original stuff? No, so it's original stuff. My first band did really well and it got to the point where um, we were about to sign a record deal. We didn't sign the record deal. And then we were also way too young. It's one of those stories, like everything went amazingly well, but at the same time, we're so dysfunctional that it didn't work. It worked and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, my my brothers are a few years younger than me and they used to come to all the shows and hang out and they got the bug. They kind of started their own band. And so when my first band finished, they said, hey, Sean, do you want to help us write some songs? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was always playing guitar with them anyway. And my brother was a really good singer and my other brother could play drums. So we ended up just starting a band ourselves. And that actually became my career from the last 10 years where we had like three top 40s in the UK, toured Europe, had some crazy success. And that it just led me 
through this whole world of social media, ending up at Anchor and Soundcore eventually, which is like a wild journey in itself, like going from playing huge venues across the UK and Europe to now being part of such a big company is from being, yeah, from being like a, like a rock star to now. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like you, you told me you were touring, you toured Europe and then you go to just, you know, this guy who works for, you know, this company. I mean, it's an awesome job you got, but I'm saying yeah. you're touring the country. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like when I talk to my friends and stuff now, like, because I still, it, it's strange because first off, by the way, this feels weird because I'm the guest. I'm usually, <laughs> I'm usually, I'm usually yeah, the one questions. You but, are in um, the hot seat, man. Yeah, like, um, yeah, because I never really like go into everything, but it, it feels weird because it's, everyone laughs because it went, I went from playing shows from, from like 2019 and then right before the pandemic, I was like, okay, I've just been offered this really cool opportunity. Let me dive straight in. So it's been like a crazy year and a year and a half now where I've had like a, a real job compared to what I was doing before. But music is like a whole different beast. I, I honestly like now don't know how some of my friends and stuff like that are doing it. It's been tough. Like, but it's what I like touring or playing gigs and stuff or what? Or in playing gigs, especially in the climate we just had, like with the pandemic yeah. and everything happening. But I also love what I'm doing at Soundcore because one of the, the things that attracted me to the job in the first place was the just the whole mission as well. Like Soundcore supports unsigned musicians and grassroots musicians. And we it, I was able to bring like a lot of work a lot of my friends like we do live streams like you said we do live streams we do music performances and i get yeah. to keep one foot in the door in the music industry and get cool. to work with like all the grammy engineers and the grammy artists and i still get to have be involved with music and sounds so it's like not being too big of a departure but yeah it's still really fun yeah it's, it's almost just a different side of what you were doing already but you just yeah. told me about grammy uh grammy earners um so while you were touring and even now with your new career have you met anyone that you already knew about and kind of like you were a fan or just you know kind of geeked out like oh my god is that guy or that girl have you have you come across anybody you mean across the years that just playing shows and stuff yeah or... playing shows in your music career or even since you've been with anchor working with some of the uh, grammy nominees yeah. and stuff like that straight off the bat with anchor like um we worked with neo that's like everyone knows who neo is which is awesome yeah. so that was that was that was really cool like so you of course you got to meet him and stuff and no and... no no because it's, it's all like virtual and gotcha. kind okay. of just filming the launch but still actually getting to like have him part of a project was really really cool um across the years touring i mean for me growing up i listened to blink 182 simple plan bands like that and what's the I got to tour with tour with I didn't get to tour with Blink 182, but I've toured with Simple Plan, done stuff with some huge bands in the UK and played like arenas with them. Uh, a band called McFly. That mm -hmm. was that was pretty cool. Um I had lunch next to Katy Perry before a festival, which was which was fun. 
It's quite wait, funny because wait, wait a minute, dude. You said you had lunch next to Katy Perry. Like there's yeah. an asterisk there. What what happened here, man? <laughs> no, so we were like when you when you play these festivals, um, especially in the UK, that it's kind of there's nothing glamorous. Everyone always thinks backstage is glamorous. Mm-hmm. And when you're at a festival, it's not. It's just a giant tent where everyone hangs out. Uh-huh. And uh there were six of us in my in my band, and we were kind of sitting there. We we're like schoolboys, we we're like just turned 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And we were all giggling and Katy Perry came in and got her lunch and she was with her crew and stuff. And she, she, she was like, do you mind if I sit here? And all of it, you know, when guys just go quiet, oh you're we like, dude. we were so, we were so loud and being obnoxious and just being like, Ooh. And then yeah. when she asked if she could sit down, we all just went so quiet. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this did, is, this did you pee a little? Did, did, did... Yeah, did you yeah. pee a little, dude? No, I didn't. I didn't pee. I, did, I think I just went, just went bright red. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny, but, man. What would I? Yeah, have done? Just, I don't know. Wow. Just, just you, you kind of. It's weird. You kind of just cross paths with different people, and it. My friends used to say to me, do you not want to ask her? Like, because Lady Gaga played the same festival. I think this was back in 2008 or 2009. It was a festival uh, in Scotland, Tea in the Park. I mean, Katy Perry had just blown up. Lady Gaga was was well on her way of being this global superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, like, Calvin Harris playing the main stage. So it was, like, crazy time. And you kind of just hung out backstage. You didn't. It, when I say hang out, it wasn't like we was all drinking together and stuff but you kind of just say hey hey and now when you look back like some of my friends will be like you didn't take a picture with them but the, when you're in that moment it's it's a bit weird to be like yeah. hey can i grab a selfie because you're all supposed to be the performers and be on a level with each other but yeah, I, I kind of look like, it's only recently that i look back on some of the memories and be like oh wow I, i've done some cool stuff because when you're doing it you don't think about it you're kind of just doing it it's, it's like your job like for me, going on stage okay. and stuff was my job. Uh-huh. And so you kind of, it, in some ways, it's sad because you, you see it with some musicians because you, you kind of don't take in the moment sometimes because you go on stage and you're excited and you're kind of just living it. And then it's only after, like now sometimes I'll be like, oh, I really miss being on stage. And you kind of mm. look back and go, that was awesome. Oh, I want to do it again. But yeah. But I have think it, you, it, I mean... All the pictures are up here. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um I think I'll perform again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm always performing anyway. Like if there's an opportunity to do something stupid or or like okay. just play guitar, um that's that's just me, entertain entertainer. <laughs> now that's something I've always wanted to do was learn how to play the guitar. I've I've learned to play like one chord from Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. I can play really? the, the first chord. That's it, dude. I'm done. <laughs> that's all you need. I think that's all you need. You've learned one chord, just learn two more chords, and then you've got every song is just three chords. Some of the biggest songs. I, I had no idea. But then I think yeah. my fingers are too fat, man. I, I got these sausage fingers, so I, I'm like hitting too many strings at the same time. No, <laughs> uh, see, see, I always think like like because I've never had like actual lessons, so I don't think my technique is amazing, and I still uh, don't know where exactly notes so i kind of just play by play by my ear are you, are you so I think it was self-taught helped. yeah yeah i think it helped because I, I learned piano until i was like 15 so i knew how to read music and okay. so I, I understood music i did a lot of music theory and then 
I kind of my dad had a guitar, but he couldn't. He he only knew like it. He only knew three chords. He used to play the mm -hmm. same songs. It used to drive me and my brothers mad. But mm -hmm. he, I made such a big deal about wanting to play electric guitar. My parents got me one, and then I I just started playing along with songs that I'd hear, or like Blink One Eight Two, Simple Plan, Newfound Glory, all these different punk bands mm -hmm. and stuff. And then yeah, over the years you'd think I would have you'd think I would have got lessons or somehow improved. I've, I've improved, but I kind of, I know my technique isn't the same. Like I would love, you know who I love? I love John Mayer. And when I watch him play guitar, I kind of think, why can't I do that? If someone said to me, Sean, how, Sean, how long have you played guitar? I'd be like, oh, since I was 15. I'm now like 33 and I still can't, <laughs> I still can't. It's like, <laughs> you think like, oh, wow, you must be incredible. But I'm still playing the same stuff that I've always played, like the same chords, the same style. So it's like I haven't left my comfort zone yet. <laughs> yeah, but you can still play more than one chord from Wish You Were Here. So you're that good. <laughs> yeah. The way, the way I always, because you know what it is, like the way I always, I, I'm the worst person. You know, like people love going, I don't know, this, this is like a movie, but when people are sitting around like a campfire or something and they're passing around guitar, Oh, do you know this? Do you know this song? Do you know how to play a cheering? Do you know this? I really don't know how to play other people's songs. You know, I never sit there and learn other people's songs. I'm more of a guy that will pick up a guitar and just start playing and, and write my own. So that's that's my excuse. That's my excuse why I haven't improved. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I think I'd prefer that. I mean, if you okay, so this is why the reason why I want to learn how to play guitar is kind of silly, right? I just wanted to be the guy who walks into a room, sees a guitar, it's all dusty. You know, somebody's got it up on one of those stands. and like, hey, you got a guitar there. Let me see that thing. Put it around my neck and just start strumming away. I, and people are just amazed by, dude, I didn't know you could play. And I'm just sitting here, you know, singing it and, and strumming the guitar. I always just wanted to be that guy. You're telling me you're that guy? I am that guy. I am Son that guy. Bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, See, know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what guy I wish I was though, which I the, the big the biggest thing I regret is stopping my piano lessons when I was like 15. Because now okay. I'm older. I want to be the guy that walks into like a restaurant or a hotel oh. lobby where there's a piano and just be able to play the piano. You know that yeah. class. I know what you mean. Yeah. You just crack your knuckles and sit down yeah. and just yeah. <laughs> be like let's go oh that is, that is pretty sweet man like harry connick is it harry connick jr didn't he play the guitar yeah yeah i think he's, so he's a real talent man he's he, he's kind of like that that broadway type of talent real talented guy oh man but that's that's cool man because like i said there's there's a lot more of me out there guys who wish they could just sit down at a piano or pick up a guitar and just start playing and and hear the music in real time and kind of just make a song on the fly instead of you know picking up something somebody else did you know yeah it's, it's fun as far as touring I, I know there were some wild times you told me about a little bit of stuff like you know running into perry uh, katie perry and stuff but like dude you're a guitarist and a vocalist in a band can you can you tell me some good stuff without getting in trouble once i turn the camera off <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, like we did um, some calls that we did a lot of stuff. For some reason, no, this one, this one is always like a fun story. But like we did, um, we did a lot of stuff in Poland, which was really strange. Like there was one day 
is at Twitter. So half the reason my band did so well is because social media was like an emerging emerging platform. Like Twitter was new. We were straight on there. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we were verified pretty quick as well. And we just started, we used to just, especially my brothers, because they were a little bit younger than me. They used to just tweet. We used to be really immature and just tweet funny things. And one day we we posted, I think someone said to us, oh, we had some Polish fans. There was like a really small amount. And they told us to post like a chat up line in Polish. And it was about collecting stamps. And we posted it. And it somehow went viral in Poland. And people started saying, you should come here and play a show. And um, before we did that, we we were like, oh, no, we'll go there. No one will come. So how about we just do like a performance and put it up on YouTube? And we we my brothers sang like a One Direction cover because One Direction were like the biggest thing at the time. And um, it got so many views. And then we posted another chat up line and then we got booked to play a show. And we went to the airport. When we landed in Poland, it was like Beatlemania. I think there was like 800 to 1,000 people. At this this airport, to put it in perspective, was, was tiny. It wasn't the main airport in Warsaw. It was like the side one outside, maybe like an hour outside of Warsaw. So they tell you you're flying into Warsaw, but really you're not. You're like an hour away. And um, we, we got off the flight and we could hear this like distant scream like chanting and screaming and we were like we had a few drinks on the flight so we were like what the hell is that what's going on (laughs) it it was kind of like a guy's holiday because we used to take our friends our friends used to to like work with us and look after our guitars and put new strings and clean them and stuff and they were like guys i think that's for you we're like nah no one knows like we're we're gonna play a show but we're not that we're not that here yeah and um as we were walking out we just saw these signs there was the army were there waiting there was like these scary eastern european guys with like their guns and they saw us and were like escorting us through the door i just went into like entertainment mode and walked out and was like yeah (laughs) and um that was intense because we couldn't leave we couldn't get through so we kind of took photos with as many people as we could and we had to run to this this minibus but the minibus that we had would like it was like someone super famous had arrived, but the minibus we were getting in was like this beat up A team, you know, like the A team, like yeah. some, but like not as cool as that. It was like this white and red, no tinted windows, and all of us like <laughs> squashed in, sitting next to each other like that. And these these fans like were shaking it and taking pictures, and it was just nuts. It's oh, we used man. to do a lot over there. I mean, so we we couldn't really. It was it was a really fun time, and we we kind of made the most of that. We used to um, the the money conversion for us was really good. So you could go out and not really spend a lot of money, but be in a club and have like vodka. You could have everything, and um, that was a really fun time. We made the most of that. Man, um, yeah. I can only imagine, man, a yeah a small tour bus and having people rocking it and shaking it like they want to get in there like michael jackson almost you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and you know what yeah. I, I um i spoke to lawrence about it w- once mm-hmm. before because he, he used to because i never really talk about all the stories and stuff and i was telling him he's like that's mad and and like now again when i think about it it was like that one time i can't imagine how someone like michael jackson or justin bieber has it because that must be a different level but yeah, i that's... went to buy a can of red bull we, so we used to be we there was 
we 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 spent we spent like a good maybe three four years doing playing a lot of shows and doing promotions in Poland and like mm-hmm. across Europe. So there was I think there were some points we was on um, the subway posters and on buses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I remember we we went out and I was really hungover, like couldn't function. Uh-huh. I had it didn't even look like me in the morning. I like my hair was just on my face, everything. And I was walking. I I left the hotel and went to the corner shop to get like a Red Bull and just some snacks. And as I was walking, someone was looking like someone was looking at me, like ducking down, trying to see under my hair and under my hood. <laughs> and I went in this shop with my brother. And when we came out, there's so many people standing there with their phones waiting. And Holy I was just shit. like, yeah. And I so I can only imagine what it would be like for someone like Bieber, Michael Jackson. But that was like our moment that we we always laugh and be like, that was that was our moment of like, you, yeah, you, like man, you do, I mean. You do feel good, like when you like you're like, oh yeah, this is cool. But yeah, it, seriously, it, it, man, how high. many men walking the earth get to tell a story <laughs> where people were like waiting to take pictures with them and stuff? Like, I don't have it like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a regular <laughs> old ass Antoine. <laughs> you could have oh, a dude be like, you told me this this speaker was good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your your well, we'll talk about your what I will call your new career which is uh, your career with Anchor and Soundcore. So when did that begin in the timeline? So 2020, I was I was running one of the biggest music publishers in the world on Facebook. So aside from the band, we'd use, so me and my brothers had used social media to grow our band and get, get us to that point where we were able to go on tour and have all this success. And we kind of realized that we were pretty good at manipulating social media and we knew how to use it. So we... Um, we created a page and we worked with one of the biggest social media companies here in the UK. And we, we had really good success with this page called Music Life, where we were just making things go viral. We, we found a couple of, we found one dad that used to rap the Gruffalo story to his, uh, I think it was to his kid. And then he did it to, I think he was a teacher and he took it to school and was doing it to school kids. And he, he ended up going on Ellen. She she saw the video online and he, he actually got flown over and went on Ellen and she gave him like tickets to Disneyland and everything. So me and my brothers were the page that found him and posted that video. So we used to make things viral. Huh. And we actually did a campaign with Lawrence because Lawrence was already at Soundcore and Anchor. Okay. And it was for Liberty 2 Pro. And I remember I was given a pair of the headphones in like 2019 around Christmas and we, we were doing a video about them. And I was like, these, these are banging. These are like awesome. And we got into 2020 and, and then I think around like March time, um, he reached out and was like, do you want a challenge? Like we're kind of looking at growing a team. And it was a really cool, it was a really good time because I was looking for a change and just wanted to try so because the thing is with me i always love a new challenge like i'm always wanting to push things and what can i do i, I really need to stay hungry for something mm-hmm. and i just ended up talking to talking to him and i was like yeah i'm in like let's do this you say anchor because that's the parent company but soundcore is the division which you really work yeah. for yeah yeah so that's that's my that's that's my baby <laughs> okay so I know you can't tell us about new stuff and, you know, I, I, I don't want you here at, at a capacity of Soundcore. This is we're talking to Sean here. 
but uh, <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? Y'all make good stuff. I remember the um, I remember the first time I heard a Soundcore product. It was the Motion Plus, and I was really blown away by that thing, man. And I was like, all right, they got a bunch of stuff on this website. I got to try it all. So I there's not one product that came from. There it is right there. That's that's the one. And I'm still <laughs> dude, I'm still getting comments from the two videos I've done with that thing. They were like, Man, you were right. This thing bangs hard. I'm like, yeah, I told you, what think I'm gonna lie to you about this stuff? <laughs> but yeah, man. And then I tried the Q20s. No, it was the Q10s. And those things almost made me nauseous when I listened to them because there's so much bass. Yeah. But I've got everything. <laughs> yeah, he's got a basket over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, those things almost made me nauseous because there is so much bass. And I was like, man, I want to know about everything this company puts out. And then the true wireless earbuds start to come. So what was um so you, you said uh, it was the Liberty. <laughs> was it those the Liberty two pros? That, yeah, yeah. Uh, so these these were the exact ones. These were okay, the exact so ones that were given to me. They're a bit faded now. Um mm -hmm. I knew I knew about Anchor. I knew about the because I had one of the charging pads. So I had one of the the old school Anchor speaker, you know, like I think everyone had that. It's oh, like the, the brick. The brick, yeah, yeah. I had that for years. Okay. And um so I, I knew about Anchor. I didn't know anything about Soundcore. And then I had those earbuds and I was like, these are these are banging. This is mm -hmm. cool. And it wasn't until like, yeah, when I joined and um obviously got sent a bunch of stuff. I was like, wow, this exactly what you said. Motion plus is an incredible speaker. I, I, I can't put my finger on what my favorite product is. I, I love Liberty to pro. And I think some of the stuff that's coming up is going to be wild. I'm the same as you. I, I get, I get excited sometimes when we're in the meetings and we discuss some of the new pro products and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that was coming. I didn't know we could do that. Especially, like, I love the stuff we do with the Soundcore app. I think that is, like, it's such a game-changing thing. The the first time when I used Liberty 2 Pro and I was like, you can tune this to your ears. Like, you can change yeah. the EQ. That, for me, was good. I loved the, what you just said, like, the Q10s, the bass. The bass is wild on them. Like, <laughs> It'll make you nauseous if you ain't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it, it's just exciting. It's exciting. Every, you know, it's for me. If I didn't enjoy my work, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't be here, mm -hmm. and I. I genuinely love, like, look forward to working. I'm like, what? Oh. like right now, I can't talk about it. But we got this stuff coming up on the horizon, and every day, I'm like, as much, as fast as the company moves, and as much pressure there is, is because we've got such cool things we're trying to do. Like the the last launch we did when we did the escape room. And you, me and you did the stream, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that was so fun planning that, knowing that we had Liberty Air Two Pro come in, yeah. and people not knowing that we had like the ANC was going to be in there, and we had the drivers, and they're just a step up from, uh, yeah. So but you know, I think, and this is my personal opinion, I think that kind of just going back in my memory, thinking about where earbuds were at the time was this two years ago it seems like soundcore raised the bar for other companies not necessarily budget companies but the higher end companies that were kind of resting on their laurels you know 
you know, it's just because they've got brand recognition. They were just kind of, it was almost like they were being lazy. And then Soundcore yeah. steps in with their stuff. And it's like, oh, crap, we got to work now. Look at these guys. You know, that's what it felt like to me in the earbud. Yeah, we're, we're coming. We're coming. That's yeah, that. That's I mean, a, I'm a competitive guy. So, like, when I, like, because I, I do the social media and stuff. So, I'm always, I'm always looking out and is exactly what you said for me when i when i i genuinely read a lot of the comments and watch like videos like yourself makes el jefe um inside tech all these different all the different creators and all the different not just the big youtubers but everyone on the soundcore community and it for me the enjoyment comes from seeing the reactions i feel like because our thing is to make Grammy winning sound, Grammy winning sound when I talk about Liberty 2 Pros, but you know, like make it accessible to everyone. I, I think you're right. You know, like I said, raising the bar and everything, but you know, when I think about someone with your musical background, working with these artists and stuff, and you're more, are you more on the social media side, you said? Yeah, yeah, the partnerships, the social media. So I'm like fully, fully in tune, especially like we're, we're partnered with Loom this year, which is um, mm -hmm. like a streaming platform in the US. And we, we've got them in the Soundcore app. And okay. so every time someone's listening to music in the Soundcore app, when they're testing their earbuds, Loom pays out five times more than Spotify. So these artists wow. are like, yeah, so these artists are making making five times more from a stream than what they would on other things, which wow. is really exciting. And it also means that the Soundcore audience can discover new music. But then on top of that, like when we do, we did this stuff, we partnered with Musicares, the charity from the Recording Academy. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, so when we we had the Liberty Air 2 Pro limited edition, the red Musicares version, we had the Loom artists play a charity online festival with Grammy artists. So we're able to like, the, the thing I enjoy, like when I'm doing social media and partnerships is, I can bring in what I love. Like I said earlier, I still get one foot in the door in the music industry because I can be like, why don't we have these artists perform? We can still link it with with the the whole earbud side of things, but let's join it all together. And it just feels really natural and really organic, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I mean by like raising the bar. Well, I did mean raising the bar on the product side of things, the way I said it. But when I was bringing up your background and working with all these people and stuff like that, that has raised the bar, in my opinion, from what I see, because I follow people on Instagram. That's where I hang out most of the time. I feel like y'all have raised the bar as far as social media, because I'm seeing it's like. So do you actually run this social media account? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I try and do, so I, I feel like I know where you're going. I try and run the social media account so that you feel like there's someone, there's a person behind it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. Person. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Like all the, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to crap on any other company, but it always feels like an ad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just buy our stuff because it's shiny and it's nice stuff. But every time I see a Soundcore post, it's like some dude posted this, and I'm connected <laughs> with this guy. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm and I'm and since I know you and, and Lawrence, I'm like, okay, I know probably it's who posted this. It's one of y'all, right? But. Even if I didn't know y'all's faces, I'd be like, man, this is like a person back here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and that... I, I'll see all the SpongeBob stuff. And it's, it's just really cool <laughs> yeah. stuff. You can never go wrong with SpongeBob. The, yeah, um, man. That's yeah, raising that... the bar. Yeah. When you bring it back to a brand level, we, we pride ourselves on the customer service as well. Like our customer service team is incredible what they do. Like they're available 24-7. But 
I also don't want, I like for me when it comes to social media, I do want you to feel like it's me the other side of it. So I think that's so important. It's good that it's, I I love that you recognize that as well because I follow I follow so many accounts and it's nice. Okay. I if I find something funny, then I'm like, uh, especially when it comes to audio things, I'm like, Soundcore audience is going to love this. I know yeah. they're going to love it. Like it is so relatable do. too. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, a lot of the time, I guess. You don't want to you don't open instagram to see an advert you're like you, you that's not why you've gone on instagram but it is nice to but it is nice to know that there's a new pair of headphones maybe or it's nice to know that there is something coming up you do want that little update maybe but you just don't want that update thrown in your face so right. you can you can like pepper it in like if spongebob tells you there's an update you're gonna like it <laughs> <laughs> and you're right every time there's a spongebob post it's like, okay, you got me again, man. Now I'm engaged in this. Yeah, now yeah. The algorithm recognizes it because I <laughs> sat there and paused for three seconds looking at freaking SpongeBob and Squirt. What? Squirkle? What's the What's the other guy's Squidward. name? Squidward. Yes. <laughs> See, oh, do you know man. what? I've, I've used I've used you. I remember when I first joined, um, uh -huh. and Lawrence was introducing me to like uh, all the influencers we work with, and I watched your video. I think it was Spirit X Two, the workout, and you oh. did like Hulk. At the start, yeah. you're like, well, I think I used you as a meme. I made you into a meme. Oh, I God. think I don't think I, I saw that. Remember, I can't remember the. I can't remember what I put with it. But I was like, this dude, because you and I used you when you were dancing once as well. Yes. You were like, <laughs> but that's the part of social media I love, like the fun side of it. Yeah, and that's what it's supposed to be, man. Social media was supposed to be like a big party, but. You know, people found out like, you know, it's a networking party, right? You're supposed to be having a good time. But just like at any other party or a social gathering in real life, there's always that one guy in there trying to say some stuff, right? That's what it feels like a lot of times. But you would be that guy I'm sitting here having a drink with. And, you know, we're just, you know, hanging out, drinking, telling stories and stuff. All of a sudden, I bought like, you know, three speakers and a set of headphones from you. And I didn't even realize it <laughs> <laughs> because you showed me a picture of SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> if you could choose one place to go live for the next 10 years, where would you go? Barbados. Barbados. Why'd you pick that? I love it there. Okay. Um, yeah, Have my girlfriend's been family. Or researched it? Or yeah, anything? yes. My girlfriend's family's from there. And I love, I just, I love hot weather. I love the beach. I love just chilling out. And then okay. that's just such a cool place. Like the vibe. It'd be so chilled. Oh, man. I could still crack open the laptop, get some work done. <laughs> like, and just rum punch on the beach, laptop, have, have a little speaker playing some music. Yeah, buddy. Crystal you know clear water. I, I'm going to have to check that place out, man. Me and the wife, we've contemplated over the next... Well, at this point, it's nine years. We're contemplating moving to uh, to uh, Portugal, either Lisbon, really? or, yeah, or um, Lagos. Uh, mo most likely Lisbon. I think it's Lisbon. <laughs> That's the capital. Um, yeah. And it just seems like such a beautiful place. I've never been, and I've done a little re research on it. You know, as far as like economics it's and stuff man. like that. It's it a nice place. Like you, so you've been? Yeah, I played a show there. Oh, man, I'm so jealous right now. Yeah, I, I just want to go live there, you know, for a handful of years and just become part of the environment. You know, I don't want to go visit. I want to go live there for like five to seven years or so. Whether we stay there long enough to die, I don't care. I just want to eat the food, drink the drinks. You know what I'm saying? 
that's a that's a big change. I'll tell you what though, that will be the food will be great. Like, do you know I love yeah, Portugal and Spain. They're they're cool places, man. Like the way their lifestyle is crazy. They some you out for food and drinks. They don't eat till like 10 p.m. or something. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you I go think they like, start at like eight and they end at like midnight. Yeah, <laughs> they have. Yeah, they do. They do like tapas. So like, yeah. I remember being in uh, Madrid in Spain, and you go to like a a bar and they have one one thing laid out on the bar, like one whatever you call it they have like bread and olives mm -hmm. and then you have that and you have your drink and then they change all of it and bring the next course and the next course and wow. it's like little snacks and you, you're drinking wine and stuff and everyone's yeah. just it's just a good vibe that's what i want man that's what i want so at some point maybe like i said over the next nine years we're gonna you know start to transition into leaving the country but i never considered barbados i'm gonna have to put that put that in the menu for where we move yeah, to my life that's my one. see i love i love uh i love tropical places i'm a big fan of um i've been to bali that was that's a that's a good place as I've well heard that was amazing yeah 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 that's a that's on my list as well okay have you been there yeah yeah so I, yeah i went there 2018 2018 okay. traveled around the it. island I got to get out more, man. I've been to a few places, you know, Cancun and, you know, different places in Mexico and stuff. But, yeah, I need, I need to get out more. I need to do some traveling, man. I need to come over your I, way. <laughs> I, it's, I, I feel like I need to spend more time in the U.S. I've only been to I've been to Orlando. So I went to Disneyland and yeah, then I've been to over here. <laughs> no, because the U.S. is so big. Like you guys can go on holiday. Like you could go to another side of the country and it's like a holiday. That's true. But you know what I found? I think we're uh, lucky in Europe. We're lucky in Europe because it's so it's I think it's easy for us to go. It's like an hour flight. If like if I want to go to Germany, mm -hmm. it could I could be there in an hour, maybe two hours of journey on the flight. Mm -hmm. And then you're in a completely different different place. I guess in the US it's harder. No, it's not like that. You fly an hour, like okay, I'll put it to you this way. Texas is a state in the United States. I live in Houston, which is the east side of Texas. It would literally take me like 10 hours to drive to the opposite west side of Texas, like the border to El Paso, like eight to 10 hours. It's it's stupid. <laughs> it's, it's, it's huge. Oh, man. But you know what I figured in, in the United States with travel? It is cheaper for us to travel. Okay, let's put it this way. This is a real scenario. It took us like, I think we paid 3000 to three, $3,500 to go from where we live to spend, I think it was like seven to 10 days in the Dominican Republic, okay? If we spent that same amount of money to go to Florida, which is, I don't know, a 10 hour drive, then we would have a three day vacation. Whoa. Yeah, that That's how much it costs to, to vacation in the US versus leaving so <laughs> it's just cheaper to go somewhere else for me it's, i don't crazy. know why it is but it is yep and it's crazy too because i mean we like i said it's it's like a 10-hour drive to florida from here and but it's like the the resort itself we could find a resort there right but we would have to pay for the food we would have to pay for all the alcohol and everything else it, like the the resort is literally just a swimming pool possibly a beach and a bed that's your resort 
Whereas I would go to a place in Cancun or somewhere and the resort is the alcohol, the food everything. all day long, yeah. everything, everything, the yeah. bed, the beach, everything. Hell, in Florida, you probably got to pay for your beach chair. So <laughs> everything uh, cost, man, everything. But I need uh, a yeah. holiday. I need, I need, uh, I need a vacation. Yeah, don't we all, man? Don't we all? But you know what, man? I don't want to keep you all day, man. Uh, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. It, and it's, it's what did you say? Was Sean play day Friday or something like that? What yeah, did you say yeah. Earlier? Right. Let's just call it Funky Friday. Funky Friday, Sean's way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. I'm going to let you get to it. So what you got planned? Did you know what? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Damn it, man. Those are the best freaking weekends. <laughs> no so no got, chores got, or nothing? No, we got, uh, we've got a public holiday on Monday. So it's actually, I've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Wow. I might go to a music festival tomorrow might not mm -hmm. kind of seeing what the restrictions are on getting in because you know you kind of have to take a covid test 48 oh, hours before you go and i've missed that boat so, <laughs> you so I might... sneak in there man you know what you do you just grab your guitar and you walk up with your mask on and say hey i'm part of the crew <laughs> <laughs> do you know do you know do you know how easy it is to i've done that with with some places i haven't carried a guitar but if you uh -huh. if you walk if you walk in the backstage entrance with confidence you'll get in i've done oh, that a few things. i might have to try that out see, <laughs> see if i get lucky man <laughs> turn up turn up looking the part just be like i don't know for me it's like messy hair saggy uh -huh. clothes looking like you're a little bit drunk and then just walking in like hey <laughs> And somebody says, "Hey, man, I hope you do good out there tonight." Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, dude, stage is that way. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's, funny. it's it's been a pleasure being on here. It's been this has been crazy because I feel like it's, it's I love that I don't have to do anything now because you're the hey, one man. in charge. Usually, it's yeah. me like getting you on. Yeah, I, I <laughs> hope everything came out okay with all the recording. <laughs> I always have something go on technically with these uh, with these podcasts. At some point, after I've done enough of, maybe I'll get it right with like one button push. But uh, I'm glad I'm glad you gave me your time, and hopefully, we have this recorded. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Well, I'll, right, I'm man. happy to come on anytime, man. But it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, man, I'm glad to have you back too, man. So, hey, y'all, be good over there. And for those of y'all watching, this has been Sean Lemon. And uh, once again, this is Talk To Me, the podcast nobody asked for. But guess what? I gave it to you anyway. <laughs> All right. Y'all be good to each other. And I'll see you when I see you.